If you live a life of obedience to God, all the resources of God are promised. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show we have Charles Stanley, and he is talking about suffering a faith failure. How many times have you suffered faith failure? Basically, when you're going through your life and you just don't see the things of God coming to pass in your life, so you pretty much stop believing for those things to come to pass in your life. And, you know, he talks about this almost as if, and it is really, that if it's, it's a sin of rebellion because we, we just don't believe God. We choose not to believe God. We choose not to go forward with the things that he's called us to do. We've, we choose to believe in our own strength and the fact that we just can't do it instead of trusting in God for him to enable us to do exactly what he's called us to do and to receive exactly the promises that he's called us to receive and to just allow him to empower our lives. Here's Charles. And when we back off, listen to Kevin, we back off and we say, well, I know that's what God says. I've heard that so many times in 54 years as a pastor. I've heard that so many times. Listen, I know that's what the Bible says, but I know that's what it says. But, 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 but. In other words, I'm an exception to the laws of God, the rules of God, therefore it won't work for me. The truth is, listen carefully. It's easy to say, oh, yes, I sin against God. Don't you find it a little bit more difficult to say, I rebelled against God. There's something about that word rebel that's more powerful than just sin. Because we can take sin and say, well, everybody has a little sin here, a little sin there. Rebellion, rebellion is like witchcraft. God hates rebellion because, listen, it is a strike against the person of God, the power of God, the work of God, the will of God, and the ways of God. He doesn't do anything that is not proper and right and perfect. Some of you lived a rather rotten life before he saved you. And you look back and you thank God that he saved you out of a life of sin. Well, he started blessing you. And he keeps on blessing you. Have you forgotten what he saved you from? On the, look, with, with the blessing in sight, they forgot. That in itself is a terrible sin. To forget the blessings of God, who has blessed us abundantly over and over and over again. Think about this. God saved you from your sin. Let's say, for example, you drank, you and this, and memorial, and all these things, and going on in your life, and you got saved. Somewhere along the way, you, somebody misled you a little bit. You stopped reading the Bible and stopped going to church. You know you're saved, but you're miserable. And what happens? Next thing you know, you're looking at your past, and it was hell on earth. And you're so unwise to go back to what God delivered you from, you're going to be miserable. You're wasting time. You're wasting your life, your talents, your skills, your abilities. And besides that, everybody around you is going to suffer. Listen, rebellion against God is devastating. It isn't just a piddling sin. It's a devastating act. And the more God wants to bless you, the worse the penalty when you choose to rebel against him. Naturally, they fail to see things from God's perspective. Because when they saw 
these Nephilim and these Anaks, that, that is, they were probably, very, they were very, very large uh, physically bodied men. Well, what, what, so what? In other words, David took one sling with one stone and slew a nine-foot giant. And then he cut his head off with, his, with Goliath's own sword. Here's what happens. Watch this. We who are believers, and we've been believers a long time, we underestimate. We underestimate the awesome power and the willingness for God to intervene in our life in situations and circumstances where we need Him. And we say, well, God will do it for them, or God will do it for Him, or God will do it for somebody else for what reason? You can't even name the reason. Well, so-and-so is better than I am. Well, what do you mean better than you are? You're a child of God. If you're living in a life of obedience to God, all the resources of God are promised. Listen to what he says. First Thessalonians 5th chapter, that 24th verse. He says, the God who calls you will enable you. That is God's undeniable promise, a promise that's irrevocable, that whatever he calls you to do, he will enable you to do it and to do it well. And yet somehow they began to look and, and the more they looked, what happened? The more they looked at the giants, the larger they got, the larger the city walls were, until finally they were convinced that we can't do it. They weren't looking through the eyes of deity. They weren't looking through the eyes of God. They weren't looking through the eyes of Moses, who said, God has given you this land. It's, in other words, it's a done deal in the eyes of God. And this is why I love this verse in Mark 11, 22, 23, 24, there when Jesus said, what things have you desire when you pray? Watch this. Believe that you have them. Past tense. Done deal. Completed. Believe that you do, and they will be granted to you. Which is his way of saying, I want you to trust me that if you ask me for something that's my will, that it's as good as done, and then, you listen, you walk in the faith that God will give you that in his due time, but in your mind it's a done deal. And that's what perfect faith is all about, which we've talked about. And yet, they were looking at this from their perspective, not God's perspective. In the, life of an, in the life of a person who is prayerless, when they face obstacles, their obstacles are always enlarged in their minds because they're prayerless. They're focused in the right place. In the life of a person who is a prayerful child of God, living a godly life, trusting God, the longer they pray, here's what happens. That was it can start out here, and the more they pray, here's what happens. God knows how to bring that down to an ant size. He's God. We forget who we're dealing with. You know where a lot of folks are where they are? They're not looking at God. They're looking at their situation, what they don't have, what other people have, what's going on. Israel lost it because of their rebellion against God. Joshua, Caleb, they went to the promised land. And I wonder, as you look at your life today, are you living a life of rebellion because you want it your way? Or are you wise enough to submit yourself to Almighty God and to His Son, Jesus Christ, and follow Him and watch Him work in your life the awesome ways He works? There are three simple things. Meditate upon the Word of God. Remember the awesome things that God has done for you. And keep your focus 
on him. That'll take you through, no matter what you're facing in life. That was Charles Stanley, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Charles Stanley, Suffering of Faith Failure. You can also find out more information about him at his church's website, intouch.org. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas yesterday, and I will see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. God bless.